It's the Sagabit Swinging Report Show. Get ready for Saga news and commentary with your hosts, George and Barry. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Sagabit Swinging Report Show. One more till 50, but until then... It's uh, 49, which isn't as special, but we'll try to make it special. With me today is George. Hello. And I'm Barry. Uh, so let's go around and say what we've been up to and what we've been playing. George, you kick us off. No. Um, uh, I started school again, so I've been busy with that. Actually, really busy. They, I have all my classes at 8 o'clock, and, I, and like during summer, I was like terrible about waking up early. So now I have mm-hmm. to like wake up every day like at least at like seven thirty because you know I gotta put my makeup on. That's hard. So it's hard. Now I, sh- I wake up like six thirty to put my makeup on. It takes at least an hour to put the face on. And um, right. I've been uh, not really playing games. Well, I've been having troubles with my, with my computers since all my games are gone now because my hard drive died. So I have to re-download stuff on Steam, which is terrible. I barely, uh, I, I barely yesterday re-downloaded Company Heroes 2 because I've been working on the review for way too long. And then they gave me a 500 MB patch. So I don't know what the patch is about. It barely came out yesterday. And uh, besides that, I've been playing like smaller games that like, I already had backed up. Like uh, I, I got addicted to Leagues of Legends, which is a mistake. And, uh, hmm. I, and I've, been play- so I've been playing Leagues of Legends online. And I've been playing... Um, <laughs> Uh, Shadowrun Returns. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, I've like heard a, of that, yeah. It's like a tabletop game. They they funded it. The only issue I have with it is so low budget. Like I like the world and stuff, but too low budget. The game is way too low budget. I thought it was going to be a little more interactive. Mm-hmm. It's very old school. And uh, that's about all I've been playing. Huh. Well, I have been doing the usual stuff. Uh, going to work and stuff. I went to... Uh, Minneapolis last week to visit family and I went to Mall of America and went to their arcade and that was pretty it was a really awesome arcade they have it's on the fourth floor they've got a lot of Sega stuff so I've been posting Instagram pics of that lots of racing games they had this weird thing and I had to look it up it's like this enclosed cabinet made by a third party that is like they have a fence around it and you get inside and I guess it like moves 360 degrees and all crazy and uh they had um, initial D three in that. I didn't get a chance to play it because oh. we were in a hurry. But uh, <laughs> I know where it is now, and I'm going to be going back in October for a week. So hopefully, I'll get to play it. But um, uh, yeah, so I've been doing that. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of portable games. I'm still playing Project X Zone. Uh, I haven't played Animal Crossing since maybe two weeks ago. I feel bad, but it's just one of those games where it's like I feel guilty not playing it. But at the same time, I, I shouldn't feel guilty, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're, Matt, you're, you're a little scared that all the people will forget about you in the, in the town? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Cause <laughs> where I, where I, have I, you been, Barry? Every Nobody... time I pick it up. Sorry, go on. What? I was no, going to say, well, I, mean, I, I, I told you to get my tape deck and you never got it. What's going on? Well, exactly. And I mean, every time I play it, I enjoy it. But I just hate, I hate being punished for being gone. They're like, six people died. Uh, since you left, I'd like to, I, I know they move away, but I like it better to think that they died when yeah. I was gone. You, you don't want them to think they're, they're living their life happily in another town. 
Yeah. I, I so, never, I've never moved into a town and everybody's like, where has Ben? Ben hasn't been here in like three weeks. I'm moving out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Can you imagine? Here. You go on vacation and then you get back and your neighbor's gone. Yeah. They're like, you weren't here, dude. They left because of you. Well, you have your own life, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> they had to relocate to a low-income neighborhood because they couldn't afford better housing. <laughs> All your fault. Anyway, oh, but yeah. So, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I'm actually, you know, I'm. It, it's funny. I I know there's tons of games out there that I could play, but whenever I see stuff coming down the line, like uh, Lost World and you know the Sega stuff coming, I just kind of stop playing and wait for them. It's weird. You hype yourself up, and then when you get here, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to hype up my, myself up for the next Sonic game. You never exactly. that one? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, but actually, I just got a new glasses prescription so I can see, you know, crystal clear when I look at the TV. I had to play binary domains from, from about four feet away. I'd stand in front of the TV as I played it. Oh, I know exactly how you feel. Like, uh, everybody always asks me, like, why do you always play on your monitor? You have a TV. You can just play on your TV. I'm like, because I have an excuse to be close to the monitor because I can't yeah. see shit. Yeah. It's tough, too, because I can get really precise headshots when I'm playing standing close. But if I'm laying back on the couch, I can't get it. I can't play well enough. So but yeah, I'll I, need typically... get, I need to get a new pres- prescription for glasses. I've been I've been wanting to go and do it, but I always I always put it off. Yeah, it's you got to do it because I mean I put it off for four years and I finally did it. And How do you feel? I feel so good. I feel like a new man. That's good. I'm thinking of uh, getting some pretty like I'm not sure what kind of glasses. See, there's yeah. so many styles available. It's tough, man. It's I know it's tough. It's tough. First world problems, man. First world problems. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, should we move on to second news? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sega news. Um, All right. First bit, we have Sega announces a new Sakura Wars game, and the fans aren't very pleased. It's a web browser Uh, game. You wrote this up. Yeah, it's a web browser game, apparently by a... What's that fucking company called? MOBA or... No, not MOBA, but... uh, Yeah, there you go. And uh, apparently they're known for having really shitty web browser games or something. And they're like... Or free-to-play games. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently they did this one for Final Fantasy where it was card-based and it sucked really bad. So oh, people man. are expecting the worst because obviously Secure Wars is not as popular as Final Fantasy. Right. So if Final Fantasy gets fucked over, Secure Wars is probably going to get fucked over even more. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's uh, Sega really doesn't know what to do with that franchise. It's a great franchise. I've played the... What was it? The one, the fifth one that came out on Wii, and people say that's not even the best one. So the fact that the the one that's considered disappointing by the fans is <laughs> is really good says a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. People are saying that uh, people are saying that it's uh, going to be a bad move, and I, I agree. I think when you put, I think it's the same thing with the way they, the way they did Shimu, like Shimu City or whatever. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? Nobody talks about it no more. It died out. Not- yeah, I think it closed down too. Yeah, so it's not a really good idea to do this kind of stuff, especially with franchises that are not that popular. Final Fantasy makes sense. Sonic the Hedgehog, I guess it would make sense, mm-hmm. but not Secure Wars. That just needs another game game. Just yeah, satisfy the core fan base. Definitely. So that's my view on that. Oh, that's sad, sad. Well, let's move on to some good news. Uh, Sega Sammy's net income is up four hundred percent from last year. 
So, so this is something we can rub in people's faces when they say that the the company's dead. So okay, so are they going to make shampoo three yet? I hope they make shampoo three. I already had shampoo one and two conditioner. Yeah, <laughs> in the conditioner. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, they're doing good. I, I'm assuming that it's uh releasing less shit games and more games that are actually going to be promoted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who would have known that if you actually promote your games, they'll sell? Um. The uh, Pachinko machines went up, and uh, looks like Company Heroes 2 sold really well. And there's isn't there there's still that legal debate going on, or that legal? Yeah, thing? I guess they're taking them to court for uh, pre-order bonus, or pre-order money, or whatever. So THQ, I, yeah, yeah, THQ. Which I feel bad for them because apparently they're like really, really like in debt, like really badly. So Sega's right. just like adding fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, if they're owed, they should just get paid their money and that's it. But they're going to be making so much money off of Relic. I think they're going to pay off the, the cost in, like, literally, like, probably in a couple of years. Of what they yeah, that was, that was a smart buy. It's just the game's just coming out and they hardly had to – they didn't even have to put development costs into it, really. Yeah, and then they're, they're going to probably make another one. I'm, so, I'm assuming they're going to make a Warhammer game any, sometime soon. That would be cool. Because, I mean, the Dawn of War franchise sold a shitload of copies, and they said that when they were at THQ, they were working on Dawn of War 3, so mm-hmm. it's just, you know, a matter of time now. It's, it's, I just think it's unfortunate that, not that they're buying these, these companies that some people are saying it's unfortunate, but it's, I think it's unfortunate that I can't, like, talk to the fans of these franchises. You know, it's like they're still off in their little world. They, oh, they yeah. They probably won't. They probably won't be coming to Sega fan sites unless they're also Sega fans. But it's unfortunate that there's this kind of split where it's it's you know the Sonic fans, the general Sega fans, and then there's these all these little pockets of like Company of Heroes and Total War Football Manager. And I mean they are completely different franchises, so I guess I, I get that fact. But it is it is nice. so it is weird, and it's also weird that like randomly like you know that unboxing video that I posted, yeah. like. Yeah. Somebody sent it to me, and I'm like, Sega didn't even tweet this or anything about this shit. So I look yeah. at it, and it had like 40,000 views, and it was posted hours ago. And I'm like, where the fuck did all these people come from? Yeah. And it's like Creative Assembly has their own, like, I guess, Twitter account and Facebook and stuff. that They, they post their own stuff, and it's like, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's like you go up, you visit Alaska for the first time, and you're seeing all these people, and you're like, we're Americans. I'm from, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, we're all the same, but I've never... I feel like they're 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 a part of the Sega, I guess fan family at least because they have just as much a stake in it the company now as we do. But yeah. we never interact with them. That's unfortunate because I I kind of want to get to know the fans and see what you know learn more about the franchises because I'm I'm posting news about them. But I, I mean aside from playing them a little bit, I don't know anything about the history and the fan base and things like that. Oh, I agree, and then um, I think that's why I liked when um, well, we'll talk about this later, but f- when they announced Football Manager Classic 2014 for Vita, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this little thing where they said that they they were really in talks with uh, Hardlight Hardlight Studios about the mobile mm-hmm. version, and I was like, well, at least they're talking to each other. I mean, I never really hear them talk about each other like they exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Creative Assembly's never like, yeah, me and Sonic Team, we're just hanging out, drinking some beers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like when um, Hell Yeah developers were talking to Sonic Team. Remember that? Yeah, that was pretty cool, too. But then so they I had always, business. Thank you, Sega. 
Yeah, that's unfortunate. But, um, you know, I, I did like, that's why I appreciate when the All-Stars Transformed DLC adds these characters that, you know, people claim, oh, they're not Sega, but they are. I mean, Sega owns them, they're releasing games and making money off of them, and they, I think that's one of the major, major things where I, I, that's why I don't get into that whole, oh man, they're not Sega characters, because it just drives the fans away from actually interacting with with the you know, with the new company that owns their IP. Oh, I agree. It's like, would you, would you if you were a Company of Heroes fan, would you want to talk to Sega fans who just bitch and moan about your franchise and say it's not Sega and it's not good and it's not what they wanted, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. I agree. That's, that's my end. I guess transitioning over to that, Sega wants to buy something else. At least it's a rumor. Sega Sammy is trying to buy Atlas's parent company. Which means they'll own Atlas and they'll may be able to do Persona games, but they're saying that it's like a two hundred million dollars right now the bidding, and it's like, look at uh, how much Relic costs them and how much units they sell per con for, per game, and you see yeah. that like Persona, I don't even know if it even breaks a million copies sold. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking like, is it worth it? I don't and know. Probably not really worth the two hundred million dollars unless there's a lot more coming in. Unless they're going to do something that we don't know. Right. Like, are they going to get the anime studio and stuff and all that other stuff? And are they going to be making animes? But they already have an animation studio that they don't really use. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I don't know. Like, it depends. I guess they know what they're doing. I mean, their profits are up, so they're doing something creative. But as much as I like uh, Persona games, I don't know if they're worth that much money just to have Sega logo on them so I could tell people... See, guys, they make good games. Look, Persona. Right, right. And, I mean, there's people saying that they could uh, start... um, One of the reasons they might want to buy it is because they have such a great localization team. Yeah. Which, I mean, could be the case. I mean, maybe Sega of America is looking at all these Japanese titles and thinking, you know, it'd be great if we could release these as niche titles, you know, with a smaller pressing. And maybe it could... It maybe even could be that... um, the Hatsune Miko is a test for moving forward because I would love it if if these games were these Japanese only games were translated and released you know digitally didn't get a box release just so they could save losing save money and not risk you know going into the bargain bins or at least doing limited pressings that would be nice. I, I wonder how their uh, Alice's last game did the Dragon Crown they just released recently. That's a good yeah that's a good question. Because, like, I don't know, like, people were saying, like, uh, like people were telling me, have you played it? It's ex- This is exactly what uh, uh, Golden Axe should be. Ah, oh, this mm-hmm. is what the remake should be. And then uh, I played it on the Vita. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice game. I'm going to have to admit it. It's, it's actually very nice. <laughs> it sucks. No, no, it's a good game. No, it, so, so I'm pretty excited to see if Sega ever, like, has a studio like the guys that made Dragon Crown and be all just make Golden Axe already because I mean it's hard for it's hard for to sell a game that nobody really cares about like a new franchise like Dragon Crown nobody's ever heard of it they don't know what to expect but when you see Golden Axe and it's a 2D beat 'em up they know right away like from the Genesis days right that this game is gonna kick some ass so they're gonna buy it so I'm assuming yeah. it would sell more with a Golden Axe name than Dragon. I mean, I think that's something Sega could do. Mm-hmm. Work with smaller developers and, and just use their uh, 
brandings of old they franchises. Did, they did try that, though, didn't they? In the uh, About five years ago, we saw a lot of games getting that with Beast Rider and uh, Alien Syndrome. Oh, yeah, but those... Uh, and, uh, but Altered got a UK-only release because the game was so bad. Apparently. Yeah, they sucked, though. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Beast That's Rider true. wasn't I mean, that good. Get a good developer behind it, and they could definitely Move do some units. good. But, but um, um, yeah, go on. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, they're going to buy Atlas. Have you played Persona games? I have not. Oh, man. They're, uh... There's this there's this thing that online that uh, they call Atlas fans fatless uh, fans, yeah. Especially on 4chan, uh, I I don't know if I agree with that. Because I, I do kind of agree with that because uh, I've never really played Atlas games before. Like I've only started playing them a couple years ago, and I remember uh, like when I was uh, one time I was going to this class and there was this girl that had a Persona 4 T-shirt on. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was, she, I would say she was overweight, so I guess that name is kind of gets stick on her. But yeah. uh, I played them, and they're pretty interesting. Imagine an RPG, I guess, like Sakura Wars, where like your relationships matter, and uh, you talk to people, and then you build up relationships, and uh, so that's part of the game. And the other part is going into dungeons and like doing missions, mm-hmm. but with funny dialogue, kind of like Nintendo dialogue where you play like Atlas. I mean, when you play a uh, animal crossing and you're like, well, that's pretty funny. Like stuff they say. Right. So, so it's kind of like that, but it's pretty interesting. I think, you, I don't know. It's pretty, I think everybody should at least give it a try. Cool. But yeah, cool. Atlas is a pretty interesting company and I, I wouldn't mind them buying it. Just not for too much that they'll be more in debt. Mm-hmm. But that's my take on Atlas by, We'll see what happens. Uh, coming up next, we have Sega says they're ready for the next generation consoles, and there's concern over the Wii U sales. Uh, so this was an interview with Sega's COO, Jürgen Post, where they uh, they talked to him about the future of the company, and um, I guess here's, here's some things he said. Uh, he said, the next-gen console market is exciting, and we are following it closely, you know, kind of a lot of PR speak. Yeah. We have a lot of PC studios, and in that sense, you might say we are very prepared. If, as many say, these next-gen machines really are more like PCs than ever, then we have a lot to take advantage of in terms of technology. The PC base certainly makes it feel easier for us. I like that if, as many say. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are going to be uh, PC-based. I mean, we already know the architect and stuff, so pretty much... They're, Sega probably made a very good investment uh, with those PC studios since if they really wanted to make console games, they already have kind of like a bunch of people that could do, I mean, do ports at least. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it'd be pretty cool. I mean, but they were, I think they, one of them, they said they were even thinking about doing an RTS game on PC. I don't want to, I don't like that way. I don't like that. Yeah. The issue with that is that they never they're never good. Like have you ever played an RTS game on PC on console that you're like, man, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've tried I mean even going back to the Dreamcast days, I remember when they'd port PC games over and it just it didn't translate well unless you had the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. So And even then they had games that didn't support the keyboard and mouse, which was kind of fucked up, so so I'm saying, like, if they're going to bring games over, I hope they bring, like, they, they made games from the ground up from scratch. Like, uh, Relic did uh, Space Marine uh, and uh, Creative Assembly. Their last one was uh, Viking. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Just make an action game and like, but like, let them finish the goddamn action game. I well, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not saying that Space Marine wasn't finished. <laughs> but uh, I'm saying that uh, Viking wasn't a finished product. That shit was uh, very not finished. I guess mm-hmm. it was. Uh, you could tell it needed it needed some months of development time. But that's uh, if you're gonna do that, do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was the other? Oh yeah, Wii U sales. What do you think about that? Uh, well, he said uh, the the Wii U is a concern, but he's hoping that Sonic can help, which is kind of funny. This thought that Sonic's going to help the Wii U sell. Not that I don't think it could, but it's just that idea of Sonic helping Nintendo now. Um, but uh, he said Lost World just might be our best Sonic game yet. Uh, it is one of the games that could help them. I saw Nintendo's briefing at A3, and it has a very strong lineup of games for the Wii U. No, I, I think, think it's helping people. I think, think that things might change. I think what he wants is uh, that there is no game, so like people would just have to pick up Sonic. They're like, "Oh, yeah. no, Mario! I'll just pick up Sonic then." Yeah. But uh, the Wii U, I feel bad for the Wii U. It's 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 been a. Uh, it's been kind of a, it's been a fucked up ride for Nintendo. Like, how are you gonna turn this shit around? Like, and they refuse to drop the price. So you're selling it at three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. With when people like could just pay fifty dollars more and buy a PS4. PS4. Yeah. That's not a good position to be in. No, I've I've thought about that. I mean, I I definitely am gonna get one. But oh, yeah, me that too. Is, that but, fifty dollar difference, though, you're right. Like, I'd rather just get a Blu-ray player and, like, so much more memory and all these other features that it has, like, that even if you're not going to use them, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. like Sony has already showed that they could do the, – the UI is better. All this other stuff is better. Mm-hmm. Just no need to be paying $350 for a Wii U. No. They should literally lower it to 250 I think that would be the sweet spot. That would be crazy if they did. I'd, I'd hope they do, but I, I don't know if I can see that happening. Would you buy one at two fifty? Oh hell yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good price for that. I was prepared to spend three hundred, and then I realized it's three fifty. I thought it was three hundred. Yeah, I did too, and then I saw it, and then and I was like, three fucking fifty? This is what they want for this? Yeah, they stopped selling the basic model, and people were like, oh man, you don't want the basic model. I was being told, um, no, you got to get the other one because it has. It has Nintendo Land, and I was like, I don't give a fuck about Nintendo Land. I'm oh, not you convinced it. me. <laughs> and then it was, was also it? all the memory too, and I'm like, that's not that console is not going to download games. Like, I'm not going to download games on it, really. Yeah, nobody wants I'm to not. download games on it because they have a pretty crappy like return policy. Like, if you if you break your console, apparently, you can't mm-hmm. re-download your stuff like on Xbox and PS3. That sucks. And, and I'm just thinking to myself like. Why would anybody have this if you can't tie it to an account? It doesn't tie it to your account. It ties to your uh, console. Mm-hmm. So all your stuff could only be downloaded on that console. And it's like, that's terrible policy. Yeah, that's stupid. But uh, I, I, I like Nintendo. It's just that they, they definitely need to work on the pricing. They're always pretty damn good about pricing. It's so weird that they kind of fucked up this time around. Mm-hmm. It's that stupid tablet. I'm telling you, nobody cares about it. No one cares. I didn't even care when I saw it. I do you remember when they revealed it? What you what were you thinking when you saw it? I was thinking they made a fucking huge mistake. Like first of all, naming was terrible. Like I, just the f- first five seconds, I saw it. I was like, all right, is this gonna be an accessory for the Wii? That's what I thought. 
and no, and like apparently everybody got the same thing because every time I go to any anywhere, nobody's mm-hmm. playing the Wii U. Like if you go to Target when it first came out, nobody even cared yeah. because nobody knew it was supposed to be a new console. Yeah, because it, it looks the same. If you like, literally just pass by, the graphics look the same. They like they were showing off new Super Sma- uh, Mario Bros, which is basically a game they that was really popular on the Wii. So why right. would anybody know that it's something different? Yeah. They have a brand. I don't know. They have a brand even, issue. Even the new Mario game. I mean, I I really like Super Mario Land on, uh, or 3D Land on uh, 3DS. But this one, I, I'll play it, and I, de- I definitely will get it. But I don't. I don't know. It's not like a day one game for me. It doesn't look that exciting. Which is interesting because I think this year Sonic is releasing a better looking game on Wii U than Mario is, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of funny. <laughs> I think Nintendo also, it's like weird. Like, I've been watching their, uh, their uh, interviews on E3, and every interviewer, like, kind of haggles them about the price. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the same thing. Like, everybody was getting haggled besides Sony. I don't know why. But mm-hmm. I had, like, a few things I wanted to bitch at them about, but no no uh, interviewer did. But, uh, like, Microsoft had the whole DRM thing, which they, they, they turned around and, they you know, all that mm-hmm. shit happened. And I think yeah. that's great for consumers. I think they, they at least listen to you. They're like, okay, we're changing it. We're not fucking idiots. Oh, definitely. I think more people need to be positive about that because I still see people going, yeah, well, what the fuck are they going to do? They're going to do another 180. I'm like, you know what? They've changed their policy. Shut the fuck up. Like, Yeah, I, they changed it. At least they're listening to you. Was it a stupid policy? Yes, they fired the fucking CEO. Well, they say he, he left the company. But right, let's be exactly. honest. He got fucking fired. They were like, this, yeah. is, this is fucking retarded. Yeah. They fired him. There's new people. Same thing happened with Sony when when the PS3 launched. Only that's that instead of waiting two to three years like Sony did to change up the people, yeah. Microsoft went and did it right away yeah. before the console even launched. So, but uh, Wii U like when they were having interviews with them, they were asking about the price. Yeah. Reggie's like, we have so many good games coming now that price would not matter. And I'm like, nah. you guys are fucking retarded. Like you guys could have three new Zelda games this whole year, which you don't, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it probably wouldn't fucking matter because 350 is way too much. We, a Wii U plus one game is a PS4. Yeah. <laughs> a Wii U plus three games is an Xbox One, and even then there's rumors that Xbox One's going to come with a free game. Yeah, which so, would really help with the, with the extra $100 price tag. Yeah, that would knock... 60 bucks off right there so and plus it comes with the headset i forgot what else it comes with but anyway i, I mean i actually bundled it with the headset yeah Xbox there was, One a, there was the like a big old news story about how they weren't going to do it and i was like that's the worst mistake they could do because like one of yeah, the they snuck like, it in. gone no they snuck it in it's oh, back good because that was i think one of the best ideas x the 360 had yeah bundling it with a headset because every time you get in the game everybody could talk yeah, I mean, not not to talk too much about the next gen consoles, but at this point, I'm I'm pretty even with both Xbox One and PlayStation Four. I don't hate either one now. I'm 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 impressed with each one in different areas, and I I don't know I I was saying this I don't know if I was saying this on the boards maybe I was tweeting it but I I'm finding myself caring less and less like emotionally about consoles now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't watch the things and go, oh, fuck, yes. Microsoft just, just nailed that one. Oh, man, 50 developers? Oh, you know, like, I'm... 
I don't feel that anymore. I'm just like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. But if Sega announced a new console, and they're like, yeah, we have three developers. Oh, man, AMT is one of the developers. Megaton. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just that, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not so much a fanboy of those as I am of Sega. Oh, yeah. But, Understandably. Um, I, think, I think the thing that didn't light our fire, too, was that uh, there was no Sega Next Generation games. Yeah. It well, is- we'll get to that. There might be. There might be, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like you're sitting there and you're like, what console are you going to buy? Which one has Virtual Fighter 6? None. Remember, Virtual Fighter 5 kind of determined. I, I waited it out, but I really wanted a PlayStation 3, though, even though it was like $600 because of Virtual Fighter. And then it was announced for uh, Xbox 360, and I was like, well, I could afford a 360, so I bought a 360. That's why I bought a 360. Yeah, yeah, I bought a 360 because it was cheaper at the time used than the PlayStation 3. And, and, uh, yeah, and they had a superior Virtual Fighter, so that's why I got it. Yeah, so, and they were pretty even then. I mean, 2009 was when I bought my 360, so there wasn't there wasn't too much in terms of, there was a lot of games that were cross-platform, so I didn't really care. But uh, should, we, should we start talking about... Uh, Oh, I guess we have to mention Football Manager Classic 2014. Oh, yeah, they're making it for the PlayStation Vita. Basically, Classic is a mode in the PC version that it's just like a sped-up version of the actual simulator, I guess. Uh-huh. But it's supposed to make it go faster, so you'll get, uh, I guess, everything just moves on faster. So I guess it makes sense on a on a portable platform. Mm-hmm. But everything in the game will is from the PC game will be in it, like all the teams, all the scouts, the 3D, the new 3D engine they're showing off. So it's like going to have an actual 3D engine in it, unlike the PSP game that before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess there's some stuff to get excited about if you're into Football Manager. And um, you said they were uh, speaking with Hardlight to perfect the uh, mobile. Yeah, they, they apparently they uh, turned them on to another uh, developer called Rock Something, another mm-hmm. mobile developer, and I guess they're doing it with uh, Sports Interactive, like the port- huh. uh, the Vita version. So that's pretty cool. I was kind of hoping Hardlight had uh, had a little more uh, development, but I'm assuming, according to uh, another Sega site, they're uh, they're developing another another title. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, it's cool. So uh, upcoming we're games. It. Yeah, upcoming games. We're changing it up a little bit instead of reporting on every single news story because there's about 30 Sonic Lost World ones. We just talked generally about the game right now. Um, so, so, yeah, let's uh, start with Sonic Lost World. The big news that came out uh, actually today was um, that Sonic Lost World, was it today or yesterday? It almost feels like it was... Three de- three months ago. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, Sonic Lost, Lost World's getting a um, nice. Deadly Six bonus edition, which is going to have additional content of um, six boss battles with classic Nights into Dreams Um creatures or bosses so um yeah what do you think of that terrible idea i know the game looks uh, like garbage um that's a good idea i think uh i like the i like that there's always since i guess dreamcast there's always been a little throwback to knights in their games Mm -hmm. um there was a casino and then like generations had a casino pre-order bonus yeah uh and uh i guess this one's gonna have uh the knight bosses as a pre-order bonus i guess mm-hmm. i i like it i think it's a great idea because they're kind of i hope that's like a uh like a motif for sonic games every time you buy it early you'll get some something from knights mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, so kind of like I guess there's gonna be a generation of gamers are all knights. What's that? Is oh you mean that pre-order stuff they give you with uh, <laughs> the Sonic games? Right. Um, I like it. I think it's. I think that's pretty cool. So I'm actually pretty excited for that, but I don't have a Wii U, so I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna be able to play it. It makes sense given that uh, Journey of Dreams was a Wii exclusive game, so they are they are targeting the right audience. A lot of people will who move from Wii to Wii U will surely remember. They probably won't remember the um, the original Knights, which I'm thankful these are all coming from. It's not Journey of Dreams characters, but. Um, yeah, it definitely looks cool. It's, it's it was completely unexpected. I never would have thought they would have done this. So yeah, it, it was uh, really out of left field. I don't think there was any rumors or anything. Yeah, the, was... uh, yeah, the Nights into Dreams website, fan website, people didn't even know about it. So yeah, they seem pretty happy about it. Uh, yeah, so that I'm definitely excited. Uh, from what I've at least from what I'm speculating is that this is going to be something that uh, is basically just like the transformed bonus versions. This is the original. The first pressing is going to have these codes, and should the game have additional printings, they're not going to include them. Um, I noticed that... Yeah, so... First come, first serve. Yeah, and like when you look at All-Stars Racing Transformed, you still see the bonus edition. In fact, I... I don't even know if a non-bonus limited edition exists. I've gone to stores and I've never seen it. So you don't be. It's probably just a. Uh, see, Sega should like do very low print runs of the first edition. Like yeah, I think there was this. Uh, I think there was that video. I think I told you I posted before where uh, they were showing off the collector's edition of uh, Total War Two. Mm-hmm. And they said that it was only going to have 22,000 copies. See, now that makes it more enticing. Like, oh, that's cool. only 22,000 people will have it? Well, I want to be one of those, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what they should have I mean, done with uh, Sonic, I think. They should have just made it a $100 bundle, come with, like, some goodies for the Sonic fans, make it worth the cash. And yeah. I think they would have sold the more – I mean, they should have made 20,000 units. That thing would have sold out quick. I think at least at least with this, you you – it's better. It's better to buy it new because if you buy it used, people might have used the code, yeah, uh, or sold the code. So I've, I've, it's very rare, but I mean, I've seen used copies of All Stars Racing Transformed and still had the code slip in there. I don't know if they've used it or not, but um, I like, I like this ex- incentive, and I've noticed too that with the previous one, um, with Transformed, they put like really cool fan service things in there, like Metal Sonic and especially the. Um, Oh, what was that? The uh, day, not Daytona USA, Outrun, the Outrun track. So, um, if if this becomes a thing they do moving forward, I think we can expect to see really cool fan service things I'm as assu- pre-order I'm, bonuses. I'm assuming this is Sega's version of the online pass. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, oh, it's the same shit. But uh, EA did try to do something like this, where like if you bought a game new, you would get extra content. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think Battlefield. Bad Company 2 did it, and uh, that uh, that uh, God of War ripoff, um, Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. They they would get they would call it special edition, and then like you would get like extra content for the first pressing. Yeah, and it's basically the idea that like, you buy it, and if you buy it new, you get the extra content. If you buy it used, and somebody used the content, you mm-hmm. had to pay for a DLC on the internet. So they they get ten dollars out of your pocket or five dollars out of your pocket, no matter what. Right, like, right. 
So that's, I mean, but it's not as shady as an online pass where you can't go online. That's they let you do all that stuff, but to have that little extra content, you pay. So I don't, mm-hmm. think, I don't think it's as grimy. It's still yeah. a little like uh, whatever, I guess. But yeah, I think a lot everybody's getting a little sick and tired of all this like nickel and diming on gaming. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think this is probably the best way to do it. I definitely agree. Uh, they've also revealed. I mean, there's so much that's been revealed between when we had our last show and this one. But I think some of the big ones are a lot of stages have been revealed. There's a, a snow level. There's a um, a desert level that's been expanded. We've also learned more about two-player mode, multiplayer mode. So you can race friends, um, but not online, which is unfortunate. Uh, I think it's the map screens are really interesting. They have these hexadecimal kind of like, it's just like with um, Sonic Colors where you move across a little board to the stages, which in turns a lot like Mario. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it will help in, because, you know, we've seen stages where it's like one stage, it's Candyland, and then the next stage it's like a forest, and yet they're all within the same zone. So I think these map screens will definitely help make sense of that so maybe we'll see like actual candy seeping into you know something unrelated and it actually makes sense why you're seeing it on the map screen oh that makes sense yeah yeah it makes sense well to me in my in my distorted mind it makes sense maybe not to the listeners (laughs) yeah Um, you'd have to look at the maps but it's i mean i think the map is going to definitely help uh the the how crazy and mixed up the uh uh, stages are like with you have a casino within frozen factory but there are there's nothing frozen about the casino itself you know yeah it should be in it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting it's gonna be an interesting game a lot of people i've been uh talking to uh they've been playing it they've been giving me uh, i've been hearing two different feedbacks i've been hearing that the controls are great and i've been hearing mm-hmm. that the controls are not that great and i'm like god mm-hmm. damn it it's gonna be one of those things we're gonna have to wait it out till it comes out or unless we get a get our hands on it yeah yeah but and it's funny because i think everybody on the site that writes for it has probably played the game besides me and you yeah that's not funny yeah knuckles <laughs> has played it uh shigs has played it i think uh tim from uh sonic retro has played it mm-hmm. and i think somebody else from sonic retro they were both talking about the controls yeah and i'm just thinking to myself man this is fucking bullshit dude no we have to play what the fuck we're the ones that we we do the podcast and we don't even play it we could lie. We could just we could lie. It was, the controls fucking sucked, and then you'd be the so it, bad. I felt like I was playing Mario. I, it's Sonic Go Six all over again. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, maybe it just takes time getting used to them. Because I remember when I first played Sonic Unleashed on 360, it was like it was insane, insane, like it, moving from Sonic Adventure mentality to that. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree 100 percent. Because I remember when I remember my Unleashed uh, review, I said. Yeah, I know everybody's like really happy that it's fast, but I wish it was slower. Like I, I thought it was too fast, mm-hmm. which is weird because I, the review I made uh, for Sonic 06, it was uh, it's too uh, slow. So I don't know. They have to find a balance, and it seems they finally found that balance in this one, yeah. where you could explore and you could go fast. That's something mm-hmm. we always talk about in Sonic games. It's like you go too fast, you don't really get to appreciate the level design. Yeah. Because you're just yeah. through it as fast as possible. I do wonder what it feels like to play a Sonic game where the triggers 
are what makes him move faster. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna take some t- time to adjust for sure. It's like gonna be playing a racing game almost, where you have two gas pedals, where it's like gas and then super gas. That's true. Yeah, that would have worked on Dreamcast too. I'm surprised that you should just did that in Adventure. That that would have worked. That would have been cool. But uh, I mean, I prefer. I'll be honest. I prefer that to the boost. Yeah. Because holding down a button for like three quarters of the stage isn't as I don't know, and then you got to move it to jump. You got to move your thumb to jump. So at least they 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 took the running any running off of the buttons and moved it to the triggers. I think that makes a lot more sense. I know we I know the, the that Sonic had a really uh, shit time last generations, but it looks like they're uh, they're doing okay this generation. I'm I think everybody's a little more excited uh, seeing what the next game after this is going to be. I mean, for the next next gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because I mean, Wii U. I mean, it's. I would technically uh, put it in the same category as PS3 and 360. In terms, yeah, of, like a point five between the, the like a PlayStation 3.5. Would you even consider it? I mean, would you consider the Dreamcast an actual PS2 Xbox era console, or would you consider it also a point five thing? Or yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting one because I definitely, I think it. I didn't like playing PlayStation Two. I saw things that Dreamcast did better, like the anti-aliasing yeah. looked a lot better on the Dreamcast. But, but drink. I mean, if you notice PS Two games, like they always have this like fucking. I, I don't know. I always try to tell people about it. Nobody fucking notices it. But there's like a, <laughs> there's like this weird like the way everything looks at 3D graphics. It looks like there's like something on it, like um like a mat or like, it looks weird. Like look at like the graphics. It doesn't look clean. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm I, I, I felt like there was a haze. There you go. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. weird. I'm like, what? Dreamcast games look sharper than this shit. It's, I, so, yeah, it's hard to say. I, I, I think PlayStation 2 and Dreamcast, I can relate to, those, have those two relate to each other a little bit more. But once you start moving into Xbox, yeah, Xbox, like, Xbox felt like, that felt like a generation beyond the Dreamcast, definitely. I mean, playing Jet Set Radio... When I played PlayStation 2 games, I was like, what the fuck? I could play this on Dreamcast. But when I played Xbox games, there was no way that Dreamcast could handle like Jet Set Radio Future, Plan- Panzer Dragoon, or to... I agree 100% with that. Uh, and the... Uh, uh, yeah, and also the Dreamcast did stuff that uh, that uh, Wii U... Okay, Wii U puts, on, puts a tablet. Oh, that's cute. But like at least uh, the mm-hmm. dream, the Dreamcast already had like the internet. They had their uh, DLC. They had all this other stuff that nobody was doing at the time. The yeah. uh, Fantasy Star Online, the online game. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I don't know. I would consider that to be the same era. In Dreamcast, I think they utilized the modem a lot more than PlayStation Two, Xbox, and GameCube combined. Even I feel yeah. like there's more names that I can rattle off. Xbox maybe had some like PC kind of games. Um, well, was Halo Two online? Halo Two was online. Halo Three was online. Yeah, I remember Halo Two being online. That was like probably the the most online game I played during that era. Like after Dreamcast, during Dreamcast, the number one play game I played online was Quake Three. <laughs> so it's weird, right? Oh, and Fantasy Star Online. I always forget that one. I bought Quake Three probably last year. It's unfortunate I can't play it online now. Yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I remember I also played the football games, not because I was a football fan, but because Sega published the games, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, any other thoughts on um, Sonic Lost World? 
I wish there was a PC version. Does that count? <laughs> well, I was looking at the one of the things Azuka said was that they were developing it on PC, and when he claims that when they were looking for a platform that would be perfect, they chose Nintendo, which which goes against the. Um, I thought it was interesting. It goes against the whole news story where it said Nintendo signed an exclusive deal. You know, I almost yeah. thought Nintendo came to them and said, "Guys, we need some first party or we need some exclusive games from you." Yeah. So exactly. I don't know. I, I I like Azuka, uh, but I don't trust him when he speaks half the time because he says those things. Like, didn't he say that the 3DS version of Generations would have uh, uh, Game Gear levels remade? Yeah. And and then when they talked about um, even Lost World, he was saying, oh, no, it, we weren't even thinking of um, Sonic Extreme. And yet you look at Lost World's first level and they use the same flowers that Extreme did. Yeah, I know. I think there's this thing where he's like not really as hands-on as people think. I think Sega just has him as a face for his fucking yeah. for media. Because honestly, I don't think he even knows what's going on in the games. Like, so I've, I read some interviews and I'm all, this dude is either really, really fucking drunk, mm-hmm. or he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Because like, though everybody fans will prove him wrong, and he like it just keeps on going the circle. It's almost becoming a meme. Yeah. Do you so, think he got incredibly drunk and then broke into the offices and was like, "We're making Knights Three, and they're we're like, making no, Knights we're making Sonic. Knights Three, Knights Three, and they're like, "All right, we'll we'll make Knights Three, and then and then someone else came in, they're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Zuko wants to make Knights Three. No, you're making Sonic Lost World, and they're like, "Well, what do we do with all this Knights content? DLC, DLC, Sonic Dreams, <laughs> Sonic Dreams about dreams, into dreams. <laughs> they put him down. So. <laughs> That's the end." <laughs> poor Azuka. so uh yeah um i definitely i i think the when we were first looking at the game it looked very like i know a certain somebody was saying that the game looked like it was childish and um this? sega uranus oh yeah he uh he's not a fan of the game he says he doesn't hate it but he says a lot of negative things about it it's funny now, because we have some of the fan base who are like be really excited about a game or automatically fucking despise a game because of one mm-hmm. little fucking item. Like, oh, look mm-hmm. at the way that guy's fucking Finch clinches. Oh, I can't buy this fucking game. I'd say it's more cartoony and less realistic than some of the previous games. It's tr- it's trying to find its art style, I think. But, yeah, I think they're trying to find its art style. And to be honest, I don't see that much difference from it when compared to Sonic Colors, which... You know, I mean, I I don't I don't think cartoons are childish. I think there are childish cartoons like Dora the Explorer, where they're talking directly to the audience slowly and being like, "Do you know what a cabeza is?" What's that? Oh, that's it's your head. head. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm teaching you. Yeah. And you know, Sonic it does, Sonic Lost World definitely is one of the more cartoony ones, but at the same time, I I think there's some great animation. And I can appreciate those things. Now, if if the content is childish, I'm not seeing it. Um, I do see that they've made the badniks appear a little, little more animated and kind of toy-like. But looking at the high-res pictures, they seem a lot more like when you have like a like a classic car and you give it that um, like sparkly paint job. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because I'm looking at some of the bigger bosses, and it, it's not so much that they're toys. It's more like they're kind of snazzing them up. So instead of just having a flat red metallic 
glow. It's more of like they're given the texture to the metal, which I think is kind of cool. It's it's uh, it's going to be really interesting to play the game in 1080p. Oh, I'm glad about that. I'm glad and that I, you could do that. Have you seen the 60 frames per second videos yet? No. I found one. I'll have to dig it up and I'll maybe post it on the forums tomorrow. But it is like I I typically don't you know Call go crazy gorgeous. for sixty frames, but it's it's crazy to see a Sonic game at sixty frames per second. I'm I'm all advocate for next generation all games being sixty frames per second. I don't think there's an excuse anymore. I mean, especially with the new hardware, I rather mm-hmm. have crappier graphics, like I mean, or or cartoon graphics. Mm-hmm. I, as long as it's 60 frames per second, I think it makes that much of a difference to me. Like, I think if they were, if they, let's say they were trying to go for a realistic, I don't know why they would for a fucking Sonic game, but let's say they went for a realistic look on Sonic for 30 frames. I'd rather them have the, I'd rather them take stuff off the game so they can make it 60 frames per second. I think it makes that much of a difference to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for a game that moves fast or like first person shooter games, I think yeah. it makes a difference. So, if it was an RPG like Final Fantasy, I wouldn't care. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I, I want to see that video. So when you whenever you find it, post it on the forums. Yeah, definitely. I, I do think games that are more cinematic play better at 30 frames per second. At least I think they they look more like a movie that you're playing. Yeah. So that's the one time. But like with this game, it, it definitely looks really cool in 60 frames per second. So. Uh, yeah, maybe we can even post that with this, uh, when it goes up, but, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm, there's lots of surprises. So I, given that they've just, you know, been showing some really cool, uh, stages and they have these bosses and we haven't even seen maybe the latter half of the game. Uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting game. Definitely. How interesting though. Good, good. Interesting. Good. Uh, let's Can you see. imagine we though, have, like what? from 2006 to 2013, would you really think that that in like what seven years? Mm-hmm. Wait, it's longer than that. No, no, that's right, right? Seven years. Um, for some reason, I want to say a decade, but then I'm like, cause I always, I, I'm always like that. I'm like, oh, it's been like five years, and they're like, no, it's been ten years. Yeah. So I always had to catch myself, but um, yeah, like. Sonic's like really improved. Like, how many other franchises have improved so much in like, like only what six, seven years? Like, yeah, none that I can think of. Maybe Rayman, but like Rayman was never terrible. They just never really made games of it. But yeah. uh, like, like Crash Bandicoot, what the fuck is he at? Yeah, or Spyro's now a toy line. Yeah, now is a toy line. At least, at least Sonic is what Sonic was always meant to be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I like it. And he was in Wreck-It Ralph, didn't, I mean, helped a lot. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Did you see, you saw that movie, yeah? Yeah, I saw that movie. It's good. I was a little disappointed, though, because I wanted to be more video game related, and it was more like a cliche, kind of like Disney Disney uh, storyline, but with yeah. games in it. Yeah. See, I wanted it to be more about video games, but that's always <laughs> me, though. That's, yeah. that's going to be us all the time. They'll make one for you, don't worry. Just about Sonic. Like, why, who's this fucking guy with big hands? I don't care. <laughs> show more Sonic in House of the Dead Zombies. Were you the guy at the 10 a.m. showing on, like, Saturday with all the kids there? And you were like, put Sonic on. <laughs> no, I wish. I didn't see it in the cinema. I saw it in my house. Hey, you guys. Are you street passing? Are you? <laughs> He's like, hey, you kids. Keep it down. I'm trying to listen to the complex storyline. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, there was a bunch of people in one of my uh, art classes that were like talking about the movie, and I'm like, really? So weird. They were talking about the retro game aspect of it because they, they, cause they were like older dudes. Like some of them were like – one of them was 40, and he was talking about how he used to play retro games and stuff. So it reminded, me, reminded him of that mm-hmm. as a kid. So that's interesting that like parents would actually like the movie with their kids. Yeah, yeah. So they chose the, they chose the right franchises, I think. Oh, definitely. Uh, let's see. We got um, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. Uh, oh no! With yeah, no, no, no. Oh, are we talk about Disney Infin- Infinity. The yeah, Twilight? No. <laughs> we're talking about Ducktales. Oh, okay. I heard it. I, heard, I didn't get that great review scores. I saw it's yeah, it's getting like seven out of tens, which isn't horrible, but oh. it's definitely when people say it's like one of the best platformers ever on the the NES. It, uh, I guess, one of the major complaints is that the cinematics really get in the way of the game. Like Scrooge will be like, "Ah, oh, walking through this forest is pretty scary. I'd better, I'd better go and pick up a gem." Oh, I just picked up a gym. Hello, launch pad. Hey, Mr. McDee. You know, and it's like... So they probably played Uncharted and they're like, this is what this fucking game needs. Yeah, and it's not so much him talking as you play, but it's more like he'll stop and he'll... Like, the text will come up and then you'll keep playing. Um, which That's is annoying. Why I brought that up is there's 15, a 15-minute 15 uh, Castle of Illusion gameplay video up, and it looks... I mean, it looks really good, and what I was especially impressed by is that as you play the game, Mickey will comment on things from time to time. He's like, oh, look at that, you know, but he'll, he won't like stop and talk and you have to sit through a scene. Um, And there's some really cool touches. Like you'll be playing the first stage and in the background, you'll see where the boss is going to be. And then you keep playing and then you end up circling around to where the boss finally is. And he's like awake. Finally, he was like sleeping earlier. that's Uh, That's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I don't know if you've watched it, but it's there's a really cool ghost stage. You go up into the clouds, but then you fall back in. It's like two stages, but once you fall from the clouds, you go back into the ghost stage again. Is Capcom developing developing the other one, or just publishing it? I think Capcom's just publishing. I think Way Forward did Ducktales. I'm so well. I'm surprised it did a, a not a amazing job because Way Forward is actually pretty damn good at what they do. 2D yeah. games. I, I'm, I'm I'm surprised how well Sega is like taking this. Uh, I guess remake. Well, it is mm-hmm. a remake F- from like the Castle of Illusions. Usually Sega's the ones like let's just pour the Genesis game with a menu on it. Yeah. And this time they're like ground up. I wish they would. Uh, they would take this kind of care and love with their other franchises. Like, I wouldn't mind them like redoing the. Uh, Knights graphics or anything, and then have the original version. Yeah, with yeah. it, that'd be pretty cool. I'm I'm impressed by the fact that it's completely 3D. Now I know, I mean, at least on the internet, it seems like a lot more people are paying attention to Ducktales, which I guess makes sense because there's that whole 80s aesthetic to it because it's based on the cartoon show. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the it's just 2D sprites on top of. Uh, you know, very simple looking uh, 3D backgrounds, but the the uh, Castle of Illusion is completely 3D. It looks like they're doing a really great job on the animation. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I think it might be the. Uh, I mean, I think it might be the better of the two Disney re-releases, even though Ducktales is getting a lot more uh, mention. 
Oh man, I uh, there's some breaking news on the internet. I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you want me to say it. It has nothing to do with Sega, but I think you'll get pissed off about this. Why? They announced the new Batman. Oh, they did. Yeah, according to Viarity, Vi- Vi- I don't even know how to say the, the site's name, but uh, Ben Affleck. Nah. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, the Daredevil is back. Um, That's, but he's Daredevil. He can't be Batman. I agree. Anyway, back to fucking Castle of Illusion. Sorry oh, about. Man. Sorry to damper your your evening. Let's see. I just want to look at a picture of him side by side. I don't know. He could be good, but I. Uh... I'm gonna be honest with you. There was a lot more wrong with Daredevil than just Ben Affleck. So, and he's a good director. I'm hoping that he says, "I'm not gonna fuck this up for you guys." <laughs> But I didn't think Christian Bell was that great of a Batman either. But because hmm. I mean, nobody watched those movies for for Christian Bell's fucking voice. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But uh, okay, well, Castle of to... Illusions, Castle of <laughs> Illusions. Uh, so they're, um, not gonna, they're not going to have any gimmick with the move control or any of that shit, right? No, no gimmicks. Good. I know they, how I know I know you I know how you know how I feel about them that them motion controls. You hate motion. I'm sitting here right now with a move control in my hand, swinging it around. You know how in I feel wheel, in your wheelchair, trying to play over your giant gut, and you're like, yeah, ugh, ugh, trying to shoot <laughs> zombies. <laughs> That's the only thing that that I like the move control for is shooting zombies. That's about it. Oh, yeah. House of the Dead. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, we uh, the Wii mode. It's the only thing I like about it really is that you can play tons of Sega Lite gun games on the Wii. Yeah, that's the only thing I do with it. Honestly, I think if they really wanted to sell more move controls, they should force Sony should force Sega to report every single light gun game they've ever created. That would be great. They I'd like go to the, they they go over there and they hold a gun in their head. The president like uh, the president said, they're like, "Do it or I'll shoot you." That's it. That's all you need to do. Nobody says no to a gun. Are you gonna pre-order? Oh yeah, the I think this is bullshit, but well, I hate exclusivity kind of crap. But yeah, PSN is gonna if you pre-order on PSN, you get uh the original for free, some like I, Avatar and like uh, other crap. Are you gonna pre-order it? Well, I don't have a PlayStation Three, so I can't. Oh. But what I don't get about this is that it clearly shows that they have the rights to release the original game. So I'm really hoping that this doesn't mean. The game, the original game, will only be released as a pre-order exclusive on on PlayStation Network. That that was probably one of the best ideas they've had, like the pre-order bonus, because it's technically two games in one. You're gonna buy it anyway. What's yeah? What's, it's not gonna go down in price anytime soon. So I think they should have put it on Xbox and PC and everything. I don't know why they they made it exclusive, but some money going on there, I'm assuming. Hmm. But uh. Yeah, I guess you could pre-order it now on PlayStation if you want. And you could download right away the first Castle of Illusions on Genesis. Huh. It's pretty interesting, I guess, deal, but they should have been for all platforms, honestly. They did something similar with uh, Renegade Ops. Right, right. It was, but you just get free wallpapers and stupid shit. But like, if you pre-ordered uh like three, two games that were coming out the same day, like it was Renegade Ops and like I think Hell Yeah or some other game like that, uh, you would get a. It was like uh, Blood Rain or whatever. You would get the another PSN game that hasn't came out for free. 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you pre-order, you pre-order two, and you get the third one free or something. That's not a bad idea. I like those kind of deals, but I'm just surprised that publishers make it exclusive to one platform. Yeah, I'm hoping it comes out later to all of them. I was really hoping that the uh, Genesis version was going to be uh, unlockable in the game itself. And it seems like that's not going to be the. Mm-mm. Unless you just uh, unlock it, that's like the pre-order bonus. You unlock it without playing it. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. So, yeah, and uh, oh yeah, we have one more thing to talk about, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you? It's Yakuza Ishin. Which means Ishin? restoration or resurrection? One of those two. Some sites have been saying resurrection. The guy from Yakuza fan says it's restoration. So what is this all about? Um. Basically, they're taking the game back again to the uh, Edo pe- period, like around when uh, they we uh, Japan was being modernized by by the West, and you play as a real life uh, historical figure. But obviously, historical figures are going to be av- av- uh, like modeled after uh, Yakuza characters. So Kazuma Kirio is uh, uh, supposed to play. Uh, let me see his name. Sakamoto, how do you say his name? Royoma? Ray Romano. Ray Romano is going to play him. He's playing Ray Romano. It's basically some guy that like try to try to make his own political party and uh, change uh, Japan. Mm -hmm. So in like he tried to make it so we could stop uh, Western. They go stop Western influences, and so he the one of the groups is uh, one of the loyal groups to the Shogunite. They're going to be the bad guys. It's supposed to take place... It's supposed to be kind of like a Kenzin, like, sequel, I guess, back in time, side game. Uh-huh. And they said that there's going to be other characters from uh, the game. Like, uh, I think they did, like, a, a poll asking fans uh, which their favorite characters were, and they said they got 1.7 million votes. And uh, uh, Goro Magami got the... Got the number one spot, obviously. The the crazy dude with eye patch. So mm-hmm. they said that he's gonna be in the game, and other characters are gonna be in the game, but they're gonna play uh different people in history. So they're gonna be slightly different, but with the look. But they said they're still gonna be like, it's gonna it's not it's not his, even though it takes place in history, it's not gonna yeah. be historically accurate. It's gonna be obviously okay. saturated, kind of like Assassin's Creed. Where, right, right. Where it takes place in history, but it's like their own to- tale. So this is basically the Japanese version of Assassin's Creed, it seems like. Uh, it looks interesting. They haven't revealed the gameplay details. They haven't revealed. Uh, they haven't revealed the platform. They ha- but there's been rumors that there's going to be a PlayStation Vita title. I don't think this is the Vita one. But people are saying it, it looks too good to be on PS4 three. Honestly, it looks yeah. like a PS3 game, but. But. Uh, now, are the, giant enemy crabs going to be in it? I don't know. I would buy it if it had giant enemy it's, crabs. It's going to be old time Japan, so you got to have giant enemy crabs. Well, I heard that they're, they're everywhere, so I'm assuming nice. so. They're going to be historically accurate. Definitely, um, I hope. <laughs> so there's there's rumors. Uh, apparently, can be on PS3 because uh, Nagoshi said that Yakuza Five is going to be the last PS3 game he's working on. So mm-hmm. it has to either be on Vita, PS4, or maybe even Xbox One. I mean, it would be cool if it was a pl- cross-platform game, but... Yeah, that'd be nice. Honestly, I mean, at the time... Well, I mean, it's a side game. It doesn't really matter what the story is. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. Why shouldn't? Why can't it not be? Maybe even on Wii U. I mean, who cares? Yeah. They already released the one and two on Wii U, and this one doesn't have anything to do with the other games. Well, we the one and two didn't sell that well, though, did they? Oh yeah, no, it didn't sell well, but I mean, this one has better graphics, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, so, um, I mean, it probably won't come west, but uh... yeah, you know, it probably won't come west. <laughs> That's true, because <laughs> we haven't even got five, so. I still say they should have never released the uh, zombie one here and just released five. I agree. Save that money. With you. I yeah. agree 100 percent with you. I'm surprised that the, the zombie one came out. Yeah. I uh, I played it and I rated it and everything. It's just it was uh, Yakuza just like broken. Yeah. Like everything felt like oh man this would have been way better. I could just punch these things in the face. Like the gun gameplay wasn't that great. It, it got good when you got used to it, but it's kind of like you know when you play those PlayStation One or like Saturn games where mm-hmm. the controls weren't good, but you got used to it, so you you didn't it didn't bother you that much after a while. Like uh, I'm trying to think of a game like Quake Three on Dreamcast. Even though you didn't have the two joysticks, it would have been a lot easier with two joysticks or a keyboard and mouse. Right. But you right. got used to it with your D-pad anyway. Yeah. I mean, playing it with a pad. That's kind of how it reminded me of playing that game. Where, like, it could have been better, but since I got used to it, it's okay. I kind of, like, went, went around your uh, your troublesome controls. Yeah. It's like a bad relationship, dude. Sounds and uh, that's the last topic on this? Uh, well, we do have one Twitter question. Oh, no. It's from Aki. He wants to know what shampoo you use to keep your hair looking silky smooth. Oh man, this is this is this this is too personal of a topic, but uh, herbal essence. I use three type of shampoos. Wow. So, two two different smells of herbal essence, and uh, and I use um, fucking uh, what's that thing called the <laughs> the the shampoo for the so you won't get dandruff. Head and oh. shoulders. I use head and yeah, shoulders yeah. too. Just in case. As long as you're not using Celsid Blue. No, I'm not using. No, why would I use that? The stuff like stains your your uh, scalp. Tub. Well, your what? Oh, really? It does. Well, my uh, my roommate used it, and we had blue stains all over our tub. Man, it looked imagine, like a Smurf was murdered. Imagine his skull. It's all blue. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that stuff it's long lasting that's why it is long lasting you don't have to wash your hair you wash it once a month but yeah i'm very oh and uh condition i don't really use conditioners i mean they're usually built into the shampoo but yeah if you want to have ni- uh, a nice shine to your hair you use that <laughs> recommended so they're our new sponsor yeah they're our new sponsors oh man hey aki what are you doing nothing man just taking a shower hey man you should try some of this head and shoulders Oh, man. Get out of my shower. shower. (laughs) (laughs) You want to play Wii U? You want to play Wii U? I can. That's $350 fucking dollars. We spent all our money on this head and shoulders. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, this winter, I guess, when is uh, Lost World come? I mean, not Lost Worlds, but uh, Castle of Illusions come out? Castle of Illusions. Oh, and the one thing I mentioned, it's coming out, I believe, September 4th. So, in like a couple weeks. Or a week. Yeah, it's coming out really soon. Uh oh, and then we have Lost World in a couple months. Yeah, October twenty second. And Gamescom, any exciting news you got? You, you you liked out of there? Not really. I mean, the uh, release date for PlayStation Four was not that exciting. I mean, 
isn't uh, Watch Dogs releasing that day? Yeah. We knew it was going to come out on uh, November or October. It wasn't going to matter. Is Watch Dogs a launch game for the Xbox One? I think they're up for both. So they very well could be releasing the same week. Yeah. I'm assuming if Microsoft was smart, they would try to do it like maybe October because honestly, if you, I mean, they have to make up for the fact that they have bad publicity already. Yeah, well, you have to, I mean, I knew both of them are wanting to beat Black Friday, come out before that. Of course, they want to sell a thousand million units. So considering that uh, PlayStation 4 is going to be coming up just the week before, then... You think the PS4 is going to sell out? Or the Xbox One? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, the more I see like all these pre-orders going up online, I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to make money off of this if I wanted to. Yeah. I pre-ordered I, PS4 and I was like, I'm going to play f- with it for five seconds and, and I'm just going to sell it if I don't like it. But then I'm thinking to myself, man, how about if everybody has one and nobody's selling them, you know? I have a feeling they're, they're probably going to be in short supply, but I don't think they're going to be sold out. Oh, man. Oh, we'll see. I'll sell it closer to Christmas. I mean, I think by Christmas it'll be sold out. You'd sell it and buy a Wii U. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> sell it, and then with the profits, I'll buy the Wii U. They'll be like, we'll give you 200 bucks for the PlayStation 4. Yeah! I can only, I only have to pay $150 <laughs> out of my pocket. No, they raised the price of the Wii U. It's $500? Yeah, sorry. And it comes with a camera, though. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah. the only exciting news that I saw was like I was like finally announced it. Okay, they announced a bunch of pretty good games on the Vita, but then again they announced the same games on the PS4. So you're like, oh, like thanks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, they announced that uh, Rogue Legacy, uh, Rogue Legacy, yeah, Rogue Legacy. I always call it something else. I call it Rogue Galaxy, and that's a Sony RPG game. Um, Rogue Legacy, this indie game I was telling you last time we did a podcast, you probably don't remember that I was. Oh, playing. I remember. Okay, they announced it for the PlayStation Vita and the PS4, but they didn't announce it for the Xbox. So now you can't play it. Not pissing me off because I wanted you to play it. Rogue Legacy. Yeah, they announced it Sony exclusive, and I'm like fucking bullshit. They didn't say exclusive suck. Yeah, they didn't say it was gonna be exclusive forever. Just they're gonna debut it on the Sony's. Console. Is it going to be on Mac? Oh, it's coming to Mac later. Yeah, it's coming to Mac soon too. So yeah, you guys you play it on Mac, but I think you would have probably had a better experience on the Xbox 360. Yeah, better on Xbox. I play it with the 360 controller. Like I don't, I don't think, I don't even think the game has, a, has supports. I don't even think the game supports uh, keyboard and mouse because I never played it with a keyboard and mouse. I always play it with the 360 controller. Uh huh. And it's perfect. So. Yeah, they need to bring that up. They need to bring that game out on Xbox 360. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, and they, they announced Borderlands 2 on the Vita, and it's $200. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, don't, I, still, don't, I still think it's $100 too much, but... It's cheaper than a Wii U. Yeah, it is cheaper than a Wii U, but then again, they have about the same amount of games. Oh. But it's on the same <laughs> price as a 3DS, unless you get a uh, the smaller 3DS, which is, what, 30 bucks less. Well, I think the, the 3DS is the fat one is 200, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I've seen it a lot with like $25 gift cards and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you get that thing cheap. I think Sony should have done it 150 and then just bit because they don't have that many good games coming out. Honestly, like 
compared to 3DS or the Wii U. Like people make fun of the Wii U, but at least the Wii U has a Sonic game coming out that looks good, and a bunch of other games that are looking good, like Mario games. Like you always know there'll be quality games. The Vita so far has been all like PS3 ports, mm-hmm. and they're better on PS3. So you're like, oh fuck, it's a waste of time. Hmm. But yeah. And I think that's all we're going to talk about for today. You know what yeah. kind of shampoo I use? <laughs> so you go out and buy that? You yeah, use a special code? I wish I had like a special code when people bought shampoo. They just put my code well, in. Just, um, when you go to the uh, Herbal Essences website, just enter George at George checkout, said, and yes. you will get – you won't get a discount, but, but it will – uh, I get 10% of the sales. You get 10% of the sales, yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. That's how you afford your shampoo. Yes. That's how I, sell, that's how I get buy it. So uh, we'll see you guys uh, in two weeks for a special 50th episode, and it will actually be Dreamcast related because, well, tell them. It's uh, well, it's up near the 14th. I believe it's 14 now. 15th for 2000 for 1998, but uh, 14th for nine 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 So uh, yeah, we'll definitely be doing something Dreamcast related. Maybe we'll get a special guest on. Who knows? So. Uh, until episode number 50, uh, yeah, keep keep uh, checking the site, and uh, we've got some stuff coming up, so stay that's fresh. what i got to say. Yeah? <laughs> Bye. Bye. And we're done. And then play the music. Yeah, that's where you play the music. I just got to turn off the recording.